Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Well, welcome, welcome everybody to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, today, who we have with us today is uh, is none other than Drop Gunner. You can follow uh, Mr. Drop Gunner here on uh, here on Instagram. Are you on Facebook or are you just on Instagram? Um, we are. We just moved to Facebook as well. We're very small, so you can find us and search us, and then just add us. And it's slowly growing. We're kind of trying to move both pages. It's kind of hard running. It's only me and a, another guy, my marketing guy, that helps me with a little bit of everything. So there you go. Okay. All right. So people hear it now. They have they have a presence on Facebook. They have a presence on Instagram, and um, and they are they. I don't want to speak for them and get into the mission here. I'm going to let him uh, uh, jump into that. But I. You know, in informally, I've been a fan of 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 this cause, of the attention that they bring for a couple of reasons. One, because they're they're a marine. They're they're thinking about uh, they're thinking about you know how to grow their audience and talk to that community, uh, which is a hard thing to do whenever you have a a, a platoon full of marines. It, it, heck, even if you're talking to one marine one on one, that's a difficult conversation to have. Uh, if anybody who's been out there who's done that, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then, in addition to that, you actually have uh, you actually have these guys that are actually there reading, reaching an audience, creating an influence, and then backing that up with you know helpful steps to become better every single day. And they're going to get into the cause about why that's important. But tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, t- why'd you join the Marine Corps, and and what was it about um, what was it what was it about our beloved Corps that attracted you? Uh, actually, so uh, my dad was in the Army. Um, I grew up, and I was a uh, I was a shithead in high school, you know, I thought I knew everything, thought I could take on the world, and I didn't really know anything at all, actually, you know, come to find out. Um, I knew that my grades weren't really well, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't give my all in high school. I knew I had a lot of potential. Um, a lot of people, you know, they they let me, uh, they were helping me, you know, people were giving me that extra push. You know, I didn't really experience any failure, so, you know, one day I was just like, you know what, like, I'm not going to make it to college. So I just need to do something. And I was going to go join the army. So I, I left school and on the way to the school, uh, I skill, so I left class early. I skipped school and uh, I was walking my buddy and he was like, yeah, I'll take you to the recruiter right now. I'll take you to the army recruiter. And I was like, well, you have to do one thing for me. And I was like, all right. He's like, just talk to the Marine Corps recruiter first. So we went and I just signed right there that day. He just convinced me, you know, I knew I wanted to join the military. My dad was in my brother went. So I just signed up. They're like, what do you want to be? I was like, I want to be like my dad. My dad's a mechanic. I want to be a mechanic. And they're like, great do it and then they signed the papers and we went on but that's where i started learning a lot more about myself is in the marine corps you you will fail the marine corps is like if you want to be successful and you want to pretty much be successful i'm so like struggling overwhelmed but yeah if you want to be successful you have to put in that effort you have to want it and they're not going to do it for you they're not going to walk you through it so that's where you start learning about yourself and failures like how bad do you want it do you want to get promoted do you want to hold this billet do you want to be the squad leader do you want to be a guide what do you want to be and as you get promoted and you hold that rank you know then your junior marines are looking up to you you have to be able to lead these marines so what are you going to do about it to maintain that how are you going to lead them and want them to respect you you know because nowadays anybody can get promoted you know but you don't want to be like everybody else you want to be that person that stands out that you know you're going to create success for them you're going to show them how to be successful so um that's that's interesting you you just touched on um you just touched on something that I think is really important um, when it comes to success. Like I, there's a, there's a, a story in 
uh, a book that I think is Think and Grow Rich. I can't remember if it's Think and Grow Rich or, or if it's uh, Master Key to Riches, where he talks about uh, Andrew Carnegie asking him, him being Napoleon Hill, the guy who wrote the book, if he would take this project, but the project was completely unpaid. And uh, he, he answered immediately. And that definitiveness of purpose or, or being able to take information and make a quick decision and then very quickly make that decision the right decision. That's a success principle that is very, uh, it's not taught all the time, right? And it's something that you did and your buddy actually forced you to <laughs> forced you to do. And he said, hey man, go talk to the Marine Corps recruiter first. He, he closed you hard. And then the, uh, it sounds like the Marine Corps recruiter just painted a vision for you that uh, allowed you to actually go out and exercise some of those success principles that your dad taught you. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff, man. That's uh and so you joined. What was your MOS then when you joined? Or maybe you said it and I just misheard it. Uh, same thing. I, I picked mechanic and that's what I got. I'm, I'm a 3521 motor transport mechanic. All right. Well, that makes sense on why you're uh, on why you're taking pictures in the middle of a whole bunch of seven times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm always around it, you know. So I'm in a grunt battalion right now. So I'm a lot more active and a lot more engaged into the, to the mechanics now. Like before, it's a little bit. You don't really have a lot of vehicles, but, you know over hundreds of Humvees in this battalion, you know, constantly moving, constantly supporting the grunts and the missions that go down. So. No, for sure. No, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well then, uh, so given, given you what your background is with, um, you know, coming from a military family, uh, spent some time in, um, you have, uh, you've earned the rank of Sergeant now, uh, as a, would you say 3521 or 3531? 21. 21. All right. Um, so I was an 04, right. It was a logistician myself. So I was, I was attached to some, uh, element of Motor T just because as a support unit, that's just what we did at, at uh, the combat logistics regiments and battalions that probably you and I run around with. And, uh, and I was, I got out, I got out of the Marine Corps. I'm, I'm thankful for my time in thankful for, uh, having met a lot of the guys that I was in, met some incredible folks. Uh, but with that, that's those close knit relationships comes with it. Some, uh, some failure, uh, some euphoria, some victories, uh, some struggles, but it sounds like you started this branding as uh, as a result of something that you went through. And I want to hear a little bit about uh, that story. I know you just touched on it right at the beginning, but tell us a little bit about how you got this started. So uh, my buddy, we were both stationed together in a previous unit and he was motor T mechanic. He was, you know, he was a corporal. He was a younger Marine. We met through my wife. Uh, it was somebody that, you know, in the fitness world, I looked up to him and then at the world he he looked up to me as well so we you know we kind of bonded we created that bond where we could both help each other um he became a really influential person um in my did life. you say that you you what was his rank you said what say it again uh, at the time he was a corporal so he was a rank below me got it he was one of my marines one of my junior marines one somebody that i had to take care of and ensure that you know they were in that right direction and um you know i promoted him to sergeant we got him up in the ranks. He joined the, the group with him and another close friend of ours, uh, Eckert. Um, he's the dude that does the fitness and the pull-ups all over and camis and stuff like that, all the muscle-ups and the crazy stuff. I don't know if you know who that is. But um, we're all close friends. Um, we did, we've done a lot of stuff together. And then he pushed on. He pushed on to deployment. Um, he had created the name Drop Gunner for me. It was uh, something that we did on Xbox. You know, the guys would, uh, after work, we'd all get together. You know, we'd shoot the shit over the mic and then about the day. and. Um, I moved that to Instagram. You know, I didn't really know how Instagram worked too well or what it was all about. So right. I moved it over and kind of just started rolling with it. And, you know, I made a few friends through social media. And then 
from there, then, you know, we talked to him whenever he could when he was uh, deployed. You know, he'd shoot some calls. My wife was pregnant, so he'd uh, just keep her updated and make sure that, you know, she was okay while I was in and out of the field. While he'd still try to call, you know, whenever we were missing each other. Right. And um, he was also on ship with another friend of ours' wives. And uh, that's she got the call. Or he called, she called her husband, and then he called us. And it was just one of those mornings where he didn't want to wake up and he ignored the phone calls. But he called a few more times, and I was like, okay, uh, maybe something happened because of where they were located. And then we made a call, and he was alive. They let us know that, you know, he did it. He came alive. You know, you the reaction, your speech is you don't really know what to say. You don't know how to comfort anybody else behind you. You know, and it comes into the point as, you know, you're a leader of a Marine, and you couldn't do anything about that. You know, you couldn't. You feel like there's something you could have done, something you could have done more. You know, reached out, lent, lent a hand, lent an ear, lent whatever the case was. And, you know, that's where a little bit of failure kind of plays into that as well. It's like, it's just no bueno. You know, you, you want to do whatever you can to save somebody or to help somebody, you know, let them be heard. Um, so from that point, you know, watching what it did to the people around me and bringing everybody together, you know, I couldn't even make it to the, to the funeral because of work, but just seeing how everybody hurt. But I saw at the same time, I saw people come together. I saw, you know, people making sure that other people are okay. Hey, how are you reacting? You know, are you eating? Are you paying attention? You know, it's okay. You know, he, he doesn't want this. He'd want this for us. So. I took that, what people were doing around me, put it on social media because why not? If I'm going to have this platform, I'm going to be able to use this platform. Why not use it for something other than myself? Right. You know, so that's what it is. It's bringing people in. We're creating a family. So whenever they see the logo, they know that they're not alone. You know, they have somebody that they can reach out to. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing. You know, these people will respond to you. They will answer to you. Yep. And that's what it's all about is just making sure that you have somebody to go to, that you have a friend. You know, everybody matters to somebody. So, if you feel like you don't, then so be it. You know, I'm here for you. I'm going to be here for you. I'll be your voice and, you know, I'll help you out. Yeah, that's a, that's an honorable way to look at something that's terrible. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very, just a gut rate. I mean, it's not an easy, there's not an easy topic to talk about. I mean, it, it's, it's, it runs rampant through society nowadays. Uh, and for those of you who are having a difficult time hearing, um, he's talking about why he started Drop Gunner. Or what, it was a gift to him through, uh, this corporal and, and the story of him taking his own life is, is one that's, it's told too often. It happens too often. You never really truly understand why somebody does what they do or what, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that you don't really have an explanation for. All you can do is looking back on it, hope that what it, whatever information you can make available to people that they cling on to something that you're saying and they reach out to you. Uh, I know myself, I've, I've, I've struggled with uh, depression, anxiety, issues, challenges. Uh, you know, I've got two kids, a wife, and the position that they would be in without me is not a good one. And it's too often that people take that path of least resistance and they decide they think they're doing an honorable thing when in fact what they're doing is they're robbing other people the experience of, of being with those people. Right. And people have different opinions about it. So uh, it's a hard, dicey topic to talk about, which is why most people don't talk about it. Absolutely. We, we hold us to we hold ourselves to the, that lower standard. You know, we're always letting ourselves just take the easy route, no matter what it is. It's, it's unacceptable. I mean, we should be holding ourselves to the best standard possible. We should be making ourselves want to be successful. You know, I feel like I'm very lucky because I have a wife and a daughter and I won't let myself fail because if I fail, they fail. And I can't have that. You know, I want my daughter to you know, not idolize me, but I want her to be proud of who I am. So 
that prevents me from failing. You know, I'm very lucky for them. I couldn't do it without them. You know, ain't like God bless, you know, like they're like a lot of my motivation, my discipline behind what I do. For sure. No, that's awesome, man. That's, that's awesome. So, um, to, to, um, you know, to shed light on, on a topic like, uh, like suicide, let's, let's take it back two or three steps. So, you know, in the Marine Corps, it's, it's very easy for us to, it's very easy for us to, uh, to find out what we would consider to be kind of a perceived weakness in one of our other, uh, Marines, one of our fellow Marines, male or female, we, we don't care. We, we just, as soon as we smell weakness, it's like blood in the water. It's sharks in the water. We don't realize that some people struggle. Some people struggle with that. Some people struggle with that, uh, that, you know, camaraderie that takes place. Some of it, some people just take it too far. So, um, if we take a couple steps back, I know in your time, have you found that, you know, talking to some of either your junior Marines or even some of your higher ups that they, that they encourage, you know, outlets like that, or, or how do they deal with that in the Marine Corps currently? Um, I mean, being still, in, I don't want to say, you know, anything negative. So I, I, I love the Marine Corps, you know, it's done a lot for me. Um, okay. Growing up in the Marine Corps, you know, it's, it's very hard to tell, you know, if you as a junior Marine, you know, uh, you came up in that period where, you know, it's just yes, sir, no, sir. And you, you do it, you do it a lot, but the Marine Corps is changing a lot now. So you, uh, as junior Marines, you have a lot more to say, you have a lot more freedom to voice yourself, which is very good before in the Marine Corps, you kind of really didn't, you just, you just did what you were told. And, you know, if yeah. you, you had an issue, you had something that was bothering you. Um, it kind of got more or less pushed aside because now you fear, you might respect them, but you fear them more than, um, you might trust them to let them know how you feel personally. Um, so as going up in the Marine Corps and now becoming more senior, I try not to let that happen. Try to, hey, you know, like try to be more personal. As you draw that line a little bit more clearly that, you know, if you have something issue, a personal issue that you don't want to say, you know, I will help you solve that issue, whether it's your family, you know, debt, financial, stuff like that. I, I want to get you taken care of because I don't want you to. If they're not 100% personal, then they're not going to be 100% for me for work. So I'm not going to get that efficiency that we need to be successful. Yeah, so. I think I think to to a certain extent, you, you touched on two things. One, I want to bring up. One is, um, it says it in the NCO creed. You know, you're you're essentially you're whenever you take that uh, that rank of corporal, specifically in the Marine Corps, and this is probably true military wide. I haven't talked to enough soldiers or airmen or seamen or um, or uh, or coasties or any of that to yeah. ask this question. But specifically in the NCO creed, you're taught to lead uh, those who are in your charge, but then also influence those leaders that are in charge of you. And when I say the military, I'm talking specifically the Marine Corps, just my experience. Uh, there's a second thing that, that takes place and it's almost right. as if there's this anti-establishment. Um, and, yeah, right, Brent. Uh, this anti-establishment um, mentality that takes place, like we, we're not trusting of our, of our uh, officers, so to speak. And sometimes we're not even trusting of the, uh, of the Marines that, that are in charge of us on the enlisted side. And it's not, it's not a healthy environment when there's actually not trust built up. So you're kind of caught in this conundrum of, is it too personal? Is it professional? You know, how, how do you, how do you bridge that gap to prevent people from making the mistake of ending their life? And you know, the Marine Corps does a good job with suicide prevention, you know, uh, you know, every single, I mean, you got annual training that you're going through, but it's really between the lines where they need the most help. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, we, there's, there's a lot of outlets, you know, you got, there's so many, you got the EOs, you, I mean, you have a lot of people that stand in like, even the sappers, you got the, the sexual assault people, you know, you have so many people depending on your story that, that you can reach out to other than just your command, you know, you have your friends and stuff like that. Um, but it's a lot of, the, it's not just the people that are into, it's the people that get out as well. It's all the veterans, you know, it's not, I don't just focus, you know, just so it's clear that people understand it's not just the active duty as well. It's the veterans, it's the law enforcement, it's people that are willing to put the line without, um, without asking, you know, for something in return. Um, yeah. But yeah, as a Marine, you're taught to be that vital link as when you pick up that NCO level, you're that vital link between your command and your, your troops. And that's what helps the most, especially when you understand what your job is or your, your role as an NCO. Um, I think a lot of lives do get saved due to the Marine Corps and the way they're, they trot, they, you know, they teach your leaders and, you know, and like you say, your quote, your hashtag don't, uh, is to be the alpha, you know, don't be a beta, you know, but some people get confused on what an alpha is. You know, you're an alpha, you are the leader of a pack. You're not an asshole, you know, and, and yep. people get that, you know, they get that power hungry and they think they can, you know, roar, but what, what are you? You're now you're an Omega. If you, if you're not leading a pack, you know, you're not really an alpha anymore. Yep. You do. You just touched on it. Yeah, I got somebody writing on a, on a Facebook Live uh, right now that's echoing exactly what you just talked about. You just talked about the difference between management and leadership. You just touched on it. There's a huge difference. Uh, and you know that you're a terrible leader when you're a quasi-good manager, right? And I, I've been in a situation where I've led groups of Marines as a manager, not understanding uh, that you're robbing those Marines of the enriching leadership that's needed that you were given whenever you were a junior Marine, you know, so yeah. I, I've, I've selfishly gone through that same process myself. You know, you're, you, you just, you learn by screwing it up and that's what knucklehead podcast is. I mean, we're, we're like, Hey, listen, if you screw up the conversation with one of your Marines and you, and they, you know, and they end up going out and, and screwing up on Liberty. Like I had a Marine one time. He was a pure of mine that almost ended somebody's life just because he went and went and got around some old, association some bad friends and the guy ended up in the brig for his last 18 months on island just because it took time to go through the court martial process but you wonder like dude what what could you have said i remember talking to him five minutes before he signed out in the liberty log book you know you just you're like hey buddy don't let tonight be the night and you just you're almost afraid to to be that voice of reason when you know something is about ready to happen yeah absolutely you know there's and it and it sucks it does, especially when you get, you go you get into that that poor management. You know, you don't realize what you're doing if you're not being led right. You know, nobody's perfect, but you have to be. You have to fail. You know, I, I think at some point you have to fail. Like whether you might not think you are, or you think you might be being just 100 percent right. I mean, it's almost impossible. You're gonna fail at some point. You know, I was I wasn't just born and given the rank corporal, and I was a perfect corporal. You know, I'd be able to lead my Marines. You know, I I had to be that loser. I had to be that douchebag to figure out where I belong, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm not, my Marines aren't reacting to me. Uh, what do I do? And then you start talking, you start communicating with them. And communication is key, whether it's, you know, up and down or left and right, you know, you have to communicate, you have to be able to say something. A lot of Marines and they internalize, and they have to get it out there. But what I can say is overall is struggle breeds success. That's one of the biggest things that I preach is struggle breeds success. You know, you're not gonna be able to teach somebody or go through experience 
or be able to teach something unless you have that experience. You can't just teach somebody because you read a book or you studied really hard. You know, once you start learning and you get that experience, they're going to believe you because it's going to come from the heart. It's not going to come from some bullshit that you made up trying to convince them. You know, they want to hear the real deal. They want to know that you struggled, that you suffered. And when they feel that pain and that stuff coming from your heart and your mouth, then they're going to believe you, you know, and, um, being like a, a martial arts instructor, you know, I, I teach my Marines all the time. So, when I have experience and life stories to tell them, that's where I can break it through that wall. That's how I get them to communicate and come back to me. Cause they, they see that I'm trusting them, telling them a story that they're going to, you know, they feel that, that line of communication, that vital link that needs to be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the civilian world, we're, we're you know, we don't touch each other. There's no physical interaction that takes place. Yes. Uh, you, you bridge that gap really easily in a McMap class. So McMap, for those of you who don't know, is the Marine Corps martial arts program. They, you know, talk what you want about their credentials. The fact is, is some of the hardest training that you'll go through, um, you know, while you're in the Marine Corps is earning uh, different belts and then stripes to be an instructor on your belt. And I didn't, I don't even think we talked about that. Are you a, what kind of belt are you? Uh, First degree, I'm a tan, tan tab instructor. You're a tan tab instructor. Okay. So you, does that mean you're a green belt instructor? I'm a black belt. I'm a first degree black belt instructor. Got it. Got it. Okay. Very good. Well, that's, that's awesome, man. Uh, I appreciate you uh, bringing awareness to a topic that, you know, people talk about it, right. Generally about, you know, with Anthony Bourdain recently, you know, committing yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, mean, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. You know, as soon as Anthony Bourdain and his situation came up, you know, people talk about it and look at that. It's already off the news. Everybody celebrated. Everybody wants to be their friend for that moment in time. Yeah. And then it passed away. And that's where, where we come in. We don't, we, we want people to see my star and my logo, that DG. They know that, Hey, like I, I have somebody, you know, people, we, I want to create a family and it doesn't have to be blood. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be somehow related to them through marriage or whatever the case is. You know, I, I don't want my platform. I don't want people to think that I'm in it for the, for the profits or, you know, becoming famous. I don't really care about that. I, I just want to save a life. I want to save lives. So I've lost you know, just the most recent one has was a closer best friend of mine. You know, I've lost other people to, to suicide in the Marine Corps. I've watched people leave their child, you know, newborn child coming to this because of suicide. And it's just not okay because they're damaging people, you know. And it doesn't mean they're a bad person either just because you commit suicide or you struggle. You know, all these combat veterans that come back that are struggling as well. You know, I, I want them to know that they have a voice and that they matter, that they did something great for this country, you know. And the same thing for all the law enforcement, the squad, everybody that goes out there every day putting on that flak, that vest, that armor to, to let us be able to do whatever we want. You know, like I want to give them back something in return. I know we have a VA and I know there's a lot of struggles and there's a, a lot of fall throughs because nothing is perfect. And, you know, um, being imperfect, that's what makes us perfect. So, and I want everybody to, to symbolize that. I want everybody to feel comfortable in who they are. God made you for a reason and he made you, you. And that, that's all you have to do is just be yourself and people are going to love you. Stop trying to be somebody else. You know, stop. That's like the biggest thing, you know, live your own story and, just be an alpha, you know, be a leader, want people to follow you. You don't have to want people to follow you because people will follow you because you're doing something right. You know, it's like the Marine Corps teaches, you know, do what's right when nobody's looking. You know, there's a lot of stuff that the Marine Corps teaches you that has allowed me to be successful. You know, I just apply it to my everyday life. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So be the, be the alpha, which is really the hard thing to do, which it really truly just means leading yourself. You lead yourself. And in time, you actually earn the opportunity to lead other people. 
And, uh, and you can't be beta about the process because if you're not willing to lead yourself, you're not willing to do the right thing behind closed doors, what ends up with the right thing behind closed doors, for those of you who don't know, what that means is, uh, you know, you, you control where your eyes are, you control what you, you put into your mind. Um, and, as, and as a male, what you do is you, uh, you, you rob yourself of the pleasure temporarily so you can feel the, the pain of discipline, uh, whether it's deciding not to go after, I think Jocko Willenix talked about, you know, instead of going for the chocolate chip cookies, you go for the beef jerky or whatever, right? Yeah. That's just a, a small example of what doing the right thing is. Asking the hard question when it's not an easy thing to do to your buddy uh, is, it, it's one of the hardest things on the planet to do. And facilitating a genuine conversation with somebody that you know needs help, or maybe you don't have any idea, you're just being a, you're just being a good friend, you're just being a good person, that's, that's what doing the right thing behind closed doors is just being willing to take that extra step when it's not easy to do it. Absolutely. You know, all you have to do Say it again, bud. Just lend an ear. You know, all you have to do is just, just, just lend an ear. You know, you have to lend an ear, lend a hand, you know, you, once they tell you, once they, then you're, you know, they don't have to voice it. You can voice it. You know, they're going to, they broke through something by telling you now you, you need to do something for them by speaking up for them. You know, that's, speak up for them. You know, that's a lot of the thing voice it, create, create something. You know, I just want people to just know that it's like, I, I know I repeat it a lot, but I just want, I just know the feeling and I know the pain. So I want people to know that they're never alone. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. We had a, we had a, a seal on uh, and he wrapped up the podcast before he got on. He's like, listen, if you're struggling, I'll give you my cell phone number and call me. Like he was, you know, in a lot of times in the Marine Corps, uh, all of us that are not, Infantry, there's a term of endearment called a pogue, a person other than grunt. And we all aspire to, uh, you know, to live our lives uh, with honor out there on the battlefield because that's how we're taught, right? Uh, but sometimes what that means is that means doing whatever you were trained to do really, really well, better than anybody else. So you have the opportunity to earn leadership. And he talked about how there was somebody who, who wasn't a, I'm not sure exactly uh, what, his, what his job was, but it wasn't, he was a pogue, right? He was like us. And uh, this seal, who fought in the Battle of Ramadi, was on Task Force Bruiser, said, hey, listen, man, it doesn't matter what you, what you did. You are valuable. And it doesn't matter what your job was. You, as an identity, you need to be able to be complete and whole, and we need to talk through whatever it is you're talking about. So you are never alone. In today's world, if, if you feel like you're about ready to, to, to be out there, get in touch with Drop Gunner. Get in touch with Knucklehead Podcasts. Get in touch with Steven. Get in touch with you know, Andrew O'Brien's over here, uh, you know, watching live on, uh, on our Facebook, Andrew O'Brien's got an incredible story about suicide and prevention. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a serious deal, but reach out to somebody, don't live under a rock. And if you know somebody who is, um, re reach out to them and, and connect with them for sure. Absolutely. I mean, reach out to my page, post something, comment. I check my DMS almost, you know, twice a day just to respond to anybody. I'm looking through message, make sure that nobody's hurting so I can get to them, get to pass them around to other people. You know, it's, I'm a one man team. So I'm trying to bring other people in. I have a marketing guy and I have a, a few athletes now that I'm bringing in male and female so that, you know, there's no, that you, if you don't feel comfortable talking to a dude, you know, you have somebody else that you can reach out to, you know, it doesn't matter. I just want your voice will be heard. You reach out to us. We're going to get you hurt. And if we can't help you, our goal, we're going to get you to somebody that, that can help you. We're going to get you into contact. So if you don't feel afraid. If you feel afraid or you don't feel comfortable talking to one of us, just say so. Just mention that you have a problem. We'll get you to the right person. And don't think of it as a problem. You know, everybody has pain. Everybody has suffering. You know, everybody's going to go through something. 
a lot of stories are similar are similar um one of the biggest things that i preach overall is regression towards the mean so what that means is things can't always be good and things can't always be bad eventually they're gonna have to go back to the middle so whatever your struggle is that's what you just stick to it stick to it because it's going to be worth it when you pass through that and now that's experience that you can tell other people about you know it's going to make you stronger it's going to make your family stronger and you know you're still here and that's the biggest thing and i'm glad that you guys are also here for everybody that's listening and everybody that's struggling i'm glad that you guys are here absolutely man absolutely so let's uh, let's wrap up this way how can people find you how do people get in touch with you and how, how can people help you all right so um you guys can find me on instagram at drop gunner um, we just moved to Facebook as well. So you can find us on Facebook as Drop Gunner. Um, DM me. And I'll, if you need something personal, you want to meet up in person, uh, just tell me and we'll make it happen. I'm located in the Oceanside area of California. Um, we can do it that way. Um, and then the link is in my page. It's on my bio and everything that, you know, you buying apparel, that allows you to show people that you are part of the team that, you know, you're sh when you're walking through town, through the cities, all over the country, people see that logo. They know that they're not alone and that they can reach out to you. So you might be saving a life just by wearing that apparel. Um, and eventually that when we get big enough, we'll be able to donate the money and we're trying to build something and do something back for the veterans. Um, I raised money. I'll donate it to 22 kill. Um, I take a little bit of money from everything that I get and it's not really about the profits. Like I said, it's about doing something else. So we, we try to build gym memberships and buy gym memberships, keep people going, get them personal trainers so that they don't have idle hands that, you know, they keep going and they push on forward with their life. So I just really appreciate you guys doing anything. Um, you sharing the page, you following people, letting people know that they're never alone. That's what matters the most. That's the biggest thing you guys can do to help just reach out somebody to somebody lend a hand, you know, just be there overall, just be there. That's right. Well, you heard it here. That's, um, that is drop gunner on Instagram. Uh, you can follow the link in his bio to go support him with some, some apparel. Uh, they get gym memberships to, uh, to vets. They do an assortment of different things to help us stay not just occupied, but productive, help us, uh, help us win each and every day. We, we summarize what you just said in a hashtag called get some wins, earn your confidence uh, by going out and setting some interval steps or excuse me, iterative steps uh, to become better and don't be bait about the process. So uh, with that, you got anything else that you want to wrap before we, before we get fear is just another excuse. So just keep pushing forward with your day and you're going to be successful on your own. That's awesome. We appreciate y'all. Uh, this is knucklehead podcast with our guest drop gunner signing off. Remember, don't be beta about the process. Go out and get yourself some wins and make it a great day. This episode is going to be posting uh, next Tuesday uh, to your favorite podcast listening app. And uh, we will catch you soon. See you.